Ready for the word today? Yeah. Hey, me too. Amen. It's just so good to be in the house in the presence of God. Amen. And uh, I love what God's doing here. So uh, today we're going to talk on the spirit of counsel and might. The spirits of counsel and might. I should have put. So why don't we stand? We're going to read Isaiah 11.2 and Isaiah 9.6 today. Isaiah 11.2. The spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him, the spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and might, the spirit of knowledge and of the fear of the Lord. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government will be upon his shoulder. His name will be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Dear Heavenly Father, we come before you today, hallelujah, our mighty God, our, our, our um, counselor, Lord, we just come to you with excitement in our hearts for your presence being in this place, and I pray that, Lord, that you would speak to our hearts right now, that, Lord, that you would challenge us, change us, transform us by the hearing of the word today, God, that we continue to grow in you, and, Father, that you would move in us and through us in a powerful way, in Jesus' name, and everybody said... You may be seated. You know, we had a prayer meeting here Friday night. And as we were praying, Delanda had a prophetic word. And the prophetic word was from the Lord. And it said, how long will you take what the enemy is throwing at you? When are you going to rise up and be the warrior that he's called you to be? Amen. God is calling you to rise up, not to lay down right now. He wants you to be a voice as John the Baptist was, a voice of the one crying out in the wilderness. So the, let's rise up. Amen. Be mighty. Be warrior minded. Amen. Be praying, seeking his face. Stop taking what the enemy is throwing at you and rise up. It's time, people. It's time. We had a unity march yesterday in the city and we, we walked a mile and a half. You know, people were carrying flags and, and signs of glorifying God and, and it was a wonderful time out there. You know, but we just, we just need to glorify God, amen? Because he is our counselor, amen? Everybody say counselor. counselor. He is a mighty God. Amen. Mighty God, he is mighty, amen? And these are part of the seven spirits of God that when you have the spirit of God in you, you have this. You have that the spirit of counsel. You have the spirit of might inside you so that you can be strong, amen? You can get wise counsel, amen? That's the promise to us. And counsel means this. It means advice, um, prudence, adv advice, advisement, counsel or counselor, and purpose. See, the Holy Spirit, through the Lord's counsel, wants to put purpose into you. I've heard so many people, I, I just need purpose. Pray. <laughs> Get with the Spirit, amen? And listen, and He'll give you purpose. His Word should give you purpose, amen? His Word declares purpose. So I, I challenge you to get the counsel from the Lord for purpose in your life. And then He says mighty. You're, he is mighty. Um, and it means a force, valor, victory. A force, mastery, might, mighty, power, strength. That's, that's what's in us. You have that mighty. You have that power. You have that valor. You have the victory inside of you when you have the spirit of God in you, amen. You are powerful. Everybody say powerful. powerful. That's who you are. You are powerful. You are mighty so that God can use you to do what? To pull down strongholds, amen. God can use you to pull down strongholds. You know, people are, are, are so... Uh, 
caught up in all that's happening right now. And the enemy's just trying to create strongholds. Don't get caught up in all that's going on right now. Get caught up in Jesus. You are mighty. Pull down those strongholds that the enemy would try to put on you. You know, to, like I said, this, this mask is, is, is what the enemy's trying to do to us, to silence us. He wants us to be silent. You know, you can wear your mask, but don't be silent. Don't be silent. You know, don't be silent. I wore my mask today. I don't care. I'm going to say, you want to say something? I see that. Go ahead. <laughs> She's holding that mic right here. I'm like. <laughs> we thought that this would happen, um, trying to re-say what the Lord had said, you know, because it's hard to, to do that off the cuff. But he just reminded me the words exactly. And there's a reason about it. He said, how long must I allow the enemy to throw at you before you rise up? How long? Now, the reason why I'm, I'm saying this is because he is saying, how long must I allow the enemy to, to throw things at you? God is still on the throne. He is still in control. He was saying in that word right then and right there that he is using, he's using the enemy. The enemy doesn't know God's plans and all this, but he knows the enemy's plans and he is already a defeated foe, right? So that was a powerful word for us to rise up. How long are we going to allow the enemy to throw things at us? before we rise up and become the warriors. And the word that I got this morning while I was getting ready for church was, are you, and this is a question to you, don't answer it to me. You have to answer this to the Lord. Are you a rock or are you a reed? Are you gonna stand on that rock and be the rock? Or are you going to bend with whatever way the wind is blowing? And today we proved that this house is the rock. Amen. 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 You know, when you, when you, you say, does the Lord use the enemy? If you go in, in work, I, I couldn't find it real quick, but he talks about Micaiah, the prophet. He came out because Jehoshaphat and Ahab, Jehoshaphat wanted to hear from a, a pure prophet. And they, they brought Micaiah out and, Jeho and Ahab says, I don't like this guy. And, and Jehoshaphat says, why? He goes, he has ne never has anything good to say to me, you know, because Ahab was evil. And Micaiah said, I saw the Lord sitting on the throne with the host of heaven all around him, strategizing how they could get rid of Ahab. And, and a spirit came forth and said, I'll go forth as a lying spirit in the mouth of his prophets to get them to lie to him. See, don't, so when, when she said that, you know, God does use uh, things to, to get us to get in line, amen? And, and so... That was a powerful time on Friday night. It's on Facebook. You can go back and listen to it. The whole thing, it was a, it was a good night. But you know, if you're going to be mighty, amen, it, you have to have a fear of the Lord. You have to be a, a fearful of God, who he is, what he can do, amen. Now, I'm not afraid of what the devil can do. I'm afraid of what God would do, amen. I'm more fearful of God than I am anything that man or the devil can throw at me. And, and you should know that by the way I live my life. I'm not afraid of this world, but it is God that I fear. I'm more afraid of God than anything, and I want to be obedient to him. So we have to have, we have, to have the fear of the Lord in order to trust him. 
See, because if you're not afraid of him, you're not going to trust him. You know, when I come under him, I just trust him with everything that what he tells me that he's going to do. I, I'm with it. And, and that I trust his counsel and I trust his might. Amen. That he is powerful. And, and if you don't wholly trust him, you won't get where he created you for. How many of you want to get where he created you for? Amen. You got to trust him. You got to trust that he knows what's going on. I'm a flashing now. Hallelujah. <laughs> hey, Mario, you can do whatever you got to do. So, but how many of you made mistakes in the past? We've all made mistakes. And some of the mistakes still haunt people today. Um, they get you to the place where you don't feel worthy. You don't think you can fulfill what God has for you. Because of the mistakes that you've made. You think, uh, I don't want to press. I remember, you know, I, I, I had wandered from the Lord when I was younger. And you know, after he had called me to be a pastor. And I thought, uh, I'd just be happy to be an usher the rest of my life. I'm good with that. And, you know, and I ushered. That was the first thing I did. And I still love ushering. I still love standing at the door. I'd rather be a doorkeeper in the house of the Lord than anything. You know, and, and just to stand there and, and open the door and greet people. I love that because I thought, God, I messed up too bad to, for you to use me. And God spoke to me one day and, and in Jeremiah chapter one, he said, you know, um, well, let me just read it to you. Jeremiah just popped up real good. So got to lick my fingers. <laughs> it says, uh. He says, do not say that I'm a youth, for you shall go to all whom I send you, and whatever I command you, you shall speak. Do not be afraid of their faces, for I am with you to deliver you, says the Lord. Then the Lord put forth his hand and touched my mouth, and the Lord said to me, behold, I've put my words in your mouth. See, I have this day set you over the nations, over the kingdoms, to root out, to pull down, to destroy, to throw down, to build, and to plant. That's what God told me when I wondered if he could use me the way that he had called me. And I challenge you today, the way that God has called you, no matter what you've done, no matter what your yesterdays contain, God can still do it if you'll let him today. Amen. God has got a plan to get you into that position. And he has counsel for you to take you to that place that you can fulfill his plans and purposes. Amen. It, the, the power of the blood of Jesus washes you clean and it justifies you before God. And justifies means it's just as if you've never sinned. So you can come before God, Maria, and you can confess your sins and you can ask God to forgive you. And then he says, okay, you're as white as your sweater. You're as pure, that pure. You're that pure. That moment, you're that pure. You're that white. You're that white. Amen. You're that white. You're as white as your pants, Cindy. You're as white as your pants, Lillian. You're that white. You're that clean, amen. That's where you have to get it. When you come to God and you ask for forgiveness, you are clean. Everybody say clean. clean. You're clean. You're just as if you have never sinned. Isn't that awesome? It's like, wow, God does not, God's not like us. He doesn't remember when we come to him and we ask for forgiveness. He erases it and it's like, okay, let's move on. And God wants you to move on. God wants you to move on in, into his purposes, amen? Because God has, is calling you for purpose. He created you for purpose. He created you to do his will here on earth. So when we look at counsel, 
This is what the Lord has for you. The word counsel occurs 85 times referring to, to the Lord's counsel. Look at this. Psalm 73, 24. He says, you will guide me with your counsel and afterwards receive me to glory. He will guide you with his counsel. He'll tell you what to do. He'll tell you where to go. He'll tell you what you should be doing. And then when you hear from heaven, then you've got to what? A couple of people are getting it. You got to do it. <laughs> you got to do it. Because, you know, you can't just keep coming and sitting. You've got to start doing. You've got to become so active in the kingdom of God that that becomes your focus. And I'm not saying don't go to work. You know, but you, when you're going to work, you're, you're doing your work, but you're thinking kingdom mindedness. When you get off work, you're thinking kingdom mindedness. You're not thinking about, oh, I'm going to go to this party. I'm going to go to this place. I'm going to do that. No, I'm thinking about, hey, how can I, how can I promote the kingdom of God today? What can I do? I know our sister Elizabeth, the piano player, is not here today, but she just started going on and doing a real quick little video every day to encourage people. She's doing it every day now, just going on. I've seen some of you doing it, but don't stop, amen? I know, you know, they said that all the people that jumped online when all this started, 40% of them were gonna drop off. I remember, Pastor Dave, remember 9-11, when 9-11 happened? You walked up to me that day and you said, during worship, you said, I believe you have the anointing of an evangelist on you, go and preach. I mean, he just walked up to me during worship. I had no clue. I walked up to the pulpit, preached. So many people. The church was packed. He had me do it both services. People came and got saved and everything. But you know, when, when things started calming down, you know, getting back to normal, the people started leaving again. Started staying home again. Started disconnecting again. And listen, we're not out of time no matter how good things get to disconnect. Amen. Now is not the time to disconnect. Now is the time to pray every day, to seek his face, to seek his counsel of what he would have you to do. Amen. To seek his counsel. Um, we what we receive from the Lord will guide you. It'll give you direction. I, you know, this, this singing thing and stuff, what the, what, what the governor has said, it just, you know, frustrates me to no end. You know, I, I, I called, you know, I had our, our leadership from the assemblies call me. I, I called Pastor Dave. I called Pastor Jesse. You know, I talked with my wife. I'm like, this is, this is nuts. I don't like it. You know, and, and I, I just, you know, decided just to pray. And when I got up this morning and I sat and I did my Bible, Bible reading, it said, sing to the Lord, sing to the Lord, sing to the Lord a new song. Amen. God wants you to sing, amen? And I challenge you to worship him every day. That when you're, you know, at home or in your car or wherever, worship him every day. And then he, he says in Jeremiah 32, 19, he says, you, you are great in counsel and mighty in work. For your eyes are open to all the ways of the sons of men to give everyone according to his ways and according to the fruit of his doings. You are great in counsel. God will give you counsel. See, and it's my and mighty in works. Counsel, the counsel that the Lord gives you should lead you into work. Amen. We know that faith without works is what? It's dead. Our faith is dead if we're not serving, if we're not active in the kingdom of God. And God's counsel will lead you to a mighty work. Amen. He'll lead you to be mighty in the kingdom, to where you're not quiet, to where you're 
always talking kingdom. When people know, people will be going, oh man, here comes Sandy. <laughs> and they just, you know, but we don't like to make people uncomfortable. Oh, I don't want to offend. Well, you know, you're going to not offend them into hell. You got to offend. But think of ways that you could do it to offend. I went to um, high school one year. They invited me to come and the Christian club at Centennial High School one year invited me to come and, and share at, at their lunch. They bought a bunch of pizzas and handed out flyers and they invited all, all these kids to come. So the room was packed because there's free pizza. And so I got up there and I told them about my best friend. How many of you ever had a best friend? I had a best friend growing up in high school. Well, all through growing up. But when I got into junior high, my best friend, he was a lot different than other people. So I, I just kind of, I said, you know what? Let's just be friends at home. You know, at school, just hanging out with him wasn't cool. And then when I got into high school, you know, and I'm playing football and stuff, and, and, and people make fun of my best friend. I'm like, oh man. And then I found myself making fun of my best friend, you know? And it was like, and, and just rejected him and, and walking away from him, you know? And then one day I went to a party and he was there. And, and I went to another party and he was there again. I went to another party and he was there and I'm like, oh my gosh, this guy's always showing up now. And I felt so guilty. I felt so ashamed of what I had done, what I had said. And so I went to him. I said, man, can you ever find it in your heart to forgive me? I'm sorry for what I've done. And he said, absolutely, Ronald. It'll be like it'll never happen. It never happened. I'm like, oh, this is great. See, my best friend was Jesus. And I, and I did. I, I, in high school, man, I walked away from him. And I became really rowdy. And then I met Delonda and, and she brought me back to the church that I was in before. And as I came here a couple of times, man, then the Holy Spirit just hit me and it was just impacted my life and he forgave me. I told that at that high school that day and we had 26 kids make a commitment to Jesus. You know, you don't have to tell them they're going to hell, but you do have to figure out a way to share the gospel of the kingdom with people. And God will counsel you to do it. I remember um, they asked me to do an altar call at a wedding one time. I'm like, ooh. I called a bunch of pastors. I said, hey, you ever done an uh, altar call at a wedding? And they're like, nope. And I'm like, they're like, good luck with that. <laughs> so I, 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 I had my own business and, and I went in the parking lot and I was just walking in the parking lot and I was um, praying you know, while my machine was running and I'm just out there and I'm praying and I'm praying and, and the Lord says, I want you to introduce me as the guest of honor. And he said, and I'm gonna do these five things for this couple. And so as I, as I came to the wedding and it got to my part, I, I went to the, to the couple, I said, I'd like to introduce the guest of honor today. And, and to the couple, I said, he wants to do these five things for you. And I listed, I can't remember what all five things were. It was a beautiful day. But um, the Lord gave me these things and I shared with him and I turned to the people and I said, how many of you would like to have a friend like that 
And they all raised their hand. And I said, well, you're in luck because the guest of honor today is Jesus Christ. And he's here today to become friends with you. And if you really meant it when you raised your hand, I'd like you to repeat a prayer after me right now, invite him into your life. Well, everybody prayed. See, God, when he gives you counsel, he'll give you the might to get it done. He'll show you what to do, and then he'll give you the strength to do it. Amen? He'll give you the strength to do it. And because, man, the, the, mother, the mother of the bride called me that week. She said, listen. She said, um, a lot of these people are Jehovah Witness. This might be the only chance we have to win them. You better do it good. <laughs> I'm like, wow, no pressure. <laughs> but he, he is our great counselor, amen? His eyes see everything. He sees the big picture of what's going on on the earth so he can direct you according to the big picture. You may not understand, why does he want me to go left right now? Because he understands that if you go straight, there's an accident ahead. It's like we got in the car this morning. I said, take a different route. I just, take a different route. Okay, <laughs> different route we came. I'm just not gonna settle in, amen? But he knows everything and he'll direct he will direct you and counsel you in what he sees. In what he sees. Not in what we see. We were singing a song this morning. It's not what I see. It's what you see. In the car this morning. But it comes as according to what he knows is happening. And he'll lead you in that if you let him. If you let him. If you let him lead, he'll lead you to the place that you need to be. So how do we get counsel? How do you get counsel? And it comes, it's very easy to get the counsel of the Lord. Listen, read this thing. Read it. Take time every day to read it. I don't care how much you read, just read it every day. Amen. Get the counsel of the Lord in your life. Let it come alive inside of you. Let it stir your heart. Let it stir your mind. Let it change your life. Because I know this, without this, I would have never changed. But I read this, and I read this, and I read this, and I read it, and I keep reading it every day so that I am being transformed every day. I am being changed. I am being challenged every day. If you don't read it, you won't change. If you don't read it, you won't be challenged. If you don't read it, you won't get the counsel that you need to move forward into the purposes that God had for you. You got to read it, amen? I, I left it on my desk, darn it. I... I I went, I typed in the other day and I said, Lord, what? I, I said, Google, what does the Bible say about anger? I just typed, what does Google? And then it said, here's 100 scriptures about anger. And I printed them all out. They're on my desk. And I started, I started reading them. I'm like, you see, you don't have to work too hard to study the word of God right now. You can take what you're going through and ask Mr. Google, what does the Bible say about this? And all those scriptures will come to you so that you can read it, that you can speak it. You can start putting those things up in your house. Put the word of God on the walls. You know, print them, you know, write them, do whatever it takes. Paint them on the wall. I remember, we, remember that guy in China? He had scripture, green construction paper all around his room. And just, you know, I, I walked into his room because he wanted us to pray over his house. I said, 
It's an odd decoration. <laughs> Green construction paper, you know. <laughs> it's like, is this a little kid's room? And uh, I said, so um, what, what's, what's all the green paper? He said, scripture. I said, oh, that's what they put. They put scripture on their walls, man, just in their bedroom, just filled with scripture. I went to his office on the third floor. Don Maurice, he had a desk. His office was a desk with two books. That's it. No computer. Just two books. Two Bibles. That was it. Two Bibles. I said, this is where you run your business from? He said, yes. Domers, this is what he told me. He said, I read this and the Lord counsels me on our business and my wife implements it in the company. They had five pharmaceutical companies. He got all his download for his company from the word of God and then gave it to his wife to implement into the company. Counsel of the Lord. Counsel of the Lord. So how else can you get the counsel of the Lord? Wait silently. Wait on him and listen. Be silent before him. Ask him questions and wait. Let him speak to you. Let him speak to you. Because he will. He wants to. Kathy, he wants to really have some conversations with you. In the days ahead, he's opening things up to you. It's going to be like, <laughs> I see like a, 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 an egg cracking open to you and it's the things of God that are going to run down on you and, and he's going to, your hearing is going to get so clear that you're, going to, you're not going to wonder about what his purpose is. It's going to become so divine in you by the spirit of God. It's just, <laughs> I just see it so, oh, oh, Father, just do it in her. Just open up that hearing right now, God, like never before. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm going to put my mask on. Just let it rain, God. Let it rain. Father, like never before. That open heaven to her, God. For the purposes of plans that you have laid out for her, Father. Let it just come so alive inside of her, Father, like never before. Yeah. Oh, hallelujah. Lord, your word declares that around the righteous, you surround them with the shield of favor. Hallelujah. You surround them with the shield of favor. I praise you for that today, God, that you're surrounding Kathy today with a shield of favor, Father God. Oh, Father God, just cover the woman of God. Cover her today in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. Let it go, God. Praise you, Jesus. And some of you have been wondering, you said, man, I'm not sure what I'm hearing. Well, I'm not sure about what's coming in. Let me tell you, it's coming in. God's going to, it will line up with what you read. It, it'll line up with what you're to do in the word. It's not going to be different. I had somebody tell me one time, God told me to get a divorce. I said, no, he didn't. And she said, well, how could you say that? I said, because God hates divorce. So he's not going to tell you to do that. 
listen and line it up with the word, amen? Everything will line up. John 16, 13, it says this, it says, however, when he, the spirit of truth, everybody say truth, truth. has come, he will guide you into all truth. Everybody say all. all. Over 8,000 times the word all is in the King James Bible. Because there's a lot of promises for all of us. For he will not speak on his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak. And listen, look at this, last part. He will tell you things to come. The Holy Spirit will speak to you, Cole, things to come. He'll warn you about what's coming. He'll tell you to do it. You know, Cole, I love to fish. I really do. When I was younger, I loved to fish a lot. And um, so I was going to buy a boat. I was going to buy a big 25-foot bay liner. Oh, man, it had a nice eight-cylinder um, eight inboard motor. Great ocean going. Had a little cabin down below, you know. I was going to go in with two guys, and we were going to buy this thing. Um, the boss of my company I worked at and, and one of the employees, we were making him do it, you know, because we wanted to split it three ways. But Cole, an hour before we went to pick it up, an hour Man, we were all pumped. That's all we were talking about all morning long. We're going to get the boat today. We're going to get the boat today. Oh, it was beautiful. It was beautiful. And, and Mark, it was, it just, oh, I'd fished on this boat. I was like excited to get this boat. So an hour before I'm in my office and the Lord says, don't do it. You know, I'm like, uh, <laughs> that can't be the Lord. I know he wants me to have a boat. <laughs> you know, I thought, he said, don't buy the boat. I'm like, oh my gosh. My, my boss wasn't a believer. Neither was the other guy going in with us. You know, so I thought, man, I, he's going to think I'm crazy. So I walked into his office. I said, hey, Bob. I said, um, you know, I, I was just praying. And the Lord told me not to buy the boat. And he looked at me and he says, really? I said, yeah. He goes, you really wanted that boat. And I said, I, I know. And he goes, I was only doing it because you really wanted the boat. He goes, so I'm fine with that. And the other guy, he was really fine with it because we were making him do it. <laughs> and, and, and a month later, my dad gave me his boat. See, God knows, amen? But when you, you receive the counsel of the Lord and you act on it in his power, in his might, God will bless you, amen? God's hand is on you. You just gotta listen. The spirit of truth, see, he, he'll tell you things to come, but he doesn't tell you everything. Like I said, he'll tell you to go left and you don't know why you're going left. And then you read later in the paper that, hey, there was an accident if you wanna went straight. You're like, oh, I avoided this. And you don't get it all the time. You don't understand. But if you just learn to take the counsel of the Lord and begin to step out in his power and might, it'll be amazing. You'll live such a life that you'll think, wow, why didn't I do this before? Why didn't I do this all the time? Why haven't I been listening to heaven? Why haven't I been listening to the spirit of God? Speak to me so that I could be in his will, amen? But he'll tell you things to come. He hears and he speaks. The Holy Spirit has come to us and will show us the way into all truth. That's the kind of counsel that we receive. That's the plan. He speaks what he hears in heaven and he's working together with the Godhead. God the Father, 
God the Son, God the Spirit, working together to impart to us divine direction so that we can walk in his purposes, amen, in, under the power of God. And then he, re, he reveals to you what's to come. And God knows all things. He knows everything that's coming, amen. He knows what is happening. He knew about right now what's going on today. He already knew. This does not surprise him. He's not surprised by what our governor has said. He's, this doesn't take him back or anything. He knows already. He knows what's happening. And I've seen people on social media, media about what they think is happening. And, and I've seen so many things. You know, and then we start basing our opinions on social media, what we've read and what we've seen on social media. But if we could just quiet down and listen to the Holy Spirit, listen to the Holy Spirit, to allow him to speak to you, amen? He will tell you what's coming. It says in Zechariah, it says, the counsel of peace shall be between them both. God's counsel is not meant to take you out of peace, but to bring you to peace. To put you in a position of peace. How many of you need some peace right now? See, that's what God's counsel is meant to do, is to bring us that peace. So as you receive the counsel from the Spirit, and it brings peace... Amen. It's, it, it's like having to do something hard, but you have peace about doing it. Amen. You have total peace, total peace in your heart. Then, then as you do it, then the might of the Lord kicks in. As you step out, that might kicks in. The victory, the power, Jake, it just kicks in. You're like, ah, <laughs> the might, <laughs> the might is at work in you to help you, that stirs you up. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. And it may have been hard. You may have think, oh, it's so hard to share the gospel, but you step out in the counsel of the Lord and you start telling a story that's going to lead people to Jesus. And as you start doing it, the might, the confidence, the power of God wells up inside of you. And you're like, wow, this is fun. Wow, this is fun. You know, I've had, I've had many times where I'm in front of a lot of people and, and I don't even know how I got there, but the Lord allows me to speak. And sometimes it's on a moment's notice. Jack, they just say, why don't you come and speak? I'm like, huh, okay. <laughs> you know, I, I remember we were in the Philippines one time. 2,500 students. And we were doing dramas to minister to them. We had a worship team. They were singing and stuff. And our uh, missions director, this is my first time out of the country, wasn't it, honey? First time I ever left the country except for Tijuana. Because I never wanted to go anywhere. I did not like flying. Now I do 19-hour flights. <laughs> but we, we were in the Philippines. And, you know, the Philippines, it's like 95% humidity, 95 degrees. You know, you walk out of your, I walked out of my hotel room and my shirt changed colors because of all the sweat. You know, I would just be drenched. You know, we're sitting in that bus road shoulder to shoulder. And it's like, oh, this is so gross right now, you know, because we're just, you know, I mean, I just, I sweat, you know, Pastor Rob, you just, you would melt, you would melt, man. <laughs> and and I, I'm, I'm, I'm up there and we're singing and, you know, we'd, we'd gone all day long school after school after school. And then we came back to the school. We're doing this assembly and they're singing. We're doing these, I call them silly dramas, but they're effective. They, they reach the kids, but you feel kind of crazy having to do these dramas. And, and we did these drama things and everything. And, and then our, 
our missions director walks up to me. He says, why don't you go speak? I said, now, mind you, I'm in a bright orange t-shirt, which I did not like. And I'm, it's soaking wet. I can wring it out because I'm, I'm sweating so bad. And he says, why don't you go speak? I said, when? He says, right now. I don't have a Bible. Somebody had just, you remember that Carmen, the singer? And he did that song, The Champion, you know? He did a mime to that. And that was powerful, man. The kids were all cheering as he defeated Satan and everything. And so I went up, Monica, and my message was, how many of you want to become a champion for Jesus Christ by giving your life to him? I just, I did 10 minutes. And that was my final line. How many of you want to become a champion today by giving your life to Jesus? 2,500 kids raised their hand. I'm like, what? Every one of them. I said, okay, if you really mean it, repeat this prayer after me. And they all said it. They all prayed. And then we gave them salvation bracelets afterwards and stuff because we'd made 30,000 salvation bracelets that week. And we handed them all out. So many people got saved that week because we just took the counsel of the Lord and we moved out in his might. And God did amazing things. The victory was ours. Amen. The victory, the power, the might is that work in you to help you to, to step into the counsel that God gives you. Amen. The power in you by the Holy Spirit brings you to the place of total victory. You, you'll just have confidence in God and who he is. Don't stay stuck. Amen. Move forward under the might of the Lord. The spirit of the Lord empowers you so that you can receive the wisdom of God and the understanding on how to do it so that we can receive the counsel and the might to do it all. Amen. To do it. Everybody say, do it. Yeah. Through, through all that's happening right now in the world, we need the Holy Spirit to work in us. We need to hear from heaven. We need to be stirred up, amen, to go and to do what God is calling us. We gotta stop being tossed around by every wind of doctrine. And we gotta narrow it into the word of God and be focused on him, on God's plan to empower us with the Holy Spirit so that we can finish the task at hand, which is to win souls, amen. That is your task. That is your purpose, to win souls for the kingdom of God, amen. Our goal is to build the church of Jesus Christ. Our goal is to fill the kingdom of God with souls for the kingdom, amen? Souls, we, our job is to finish the task that Jesus has left to us. Go into all the world and preach the gospel. Your world may be walking across the room. Your world may be walking across the street. Your world may be walk, driving across town. Your world may be driving across the country. Your world may be getting on a plane to the ends of the earth, but you need to figure out where your world is and you need to start being active in it. You gotta tell somebody. And if you're not comfortable with telling your family, just invite us over, we'll tell them. You know, family's the hardest. You know, they get, they're like, who do you think you are? They say, well, I invite my pastor over to tell you who I think I am. You invite me, Pastor Rob, anybody, you know, you invite Jake over and he'll tell them. Invite Scott Allen. You want, to, you want to talk about faith? Just get Scott Allen. Tell him to come over and share about faith. He'll do it. He, he's not afraid of no COVID. He'll go where he, you know, he'll go through that open door. Amen. Get Mark. Mark Cranmere. Mark will go. Who will go? Look at it. Just look around. They'll go. They'll share. You just got to be willing. You know, we were in Peru one time and they, uh, 
They invited us over for dinner, Sandy. The couple that picked us up from the airport, they said, we'd like to have you over for dinner on Monday. I said, oh, great. Monday's a day off, you know, usually improved. Nobody does anything on Monday. And so they picked us up on Monday at the hotel and we drove to their apartment and, and uh, we get, get out and we go upstairs and we open up the apartment door and it's filled with people. And, and one of the ladies traveling with us says, who's, who's all these people, Pastor? I said, opportunity. And I just opened up, started sharing. Within 40 minutes, they're all laying on the floor crying. And I'm like, let's eat. <laughs> it's a, a lady that was there said, can you come to my house for dinner on Friday? I said, oh, okay. So we went to her house on the, and it is filled with people. I mean... And these people were not hungry for Jesus. And, and I just started right in. And uh, we preached Jesus to them. And uh, they had, a lot of them had deaf ears. And they weren't listening. They wanted to go club. And they even asked one of the young men traveling, hey, you want to go to club with us tonight? And I looked at him like, he's like, I can feel your eyes burning a hole in the side of my head. Like, you better say no. <laughs> opportunity. God wants to give you opportunity. Amen. He's looking to do that. The devil is at work to try and discourage everybody. He's trying to bring confusion to everybody right now. Don't let him. Amen. Matthew 16, 17 in the ESV version says, I tell you, you are Peter and on this rock I'll build my church and the gates of hell shall not, everybody say shall not, prevail against it. The gates of hell shall not prevail against the church. So we know, as Delanda said, God has got this. Amen. Stay focused on that, that God has got this. Don't get caught up in the troubles, but pray and don't fall away from the Lord because of fear. I read something a few weeks ago that it just baffled my mind. It was, it was the devil talking to one of his underlings, say, answering him how he got so many people into hell. And it was written back in the 40s. And he said, I created fear. And the people fell away from God out of fear. Don't let fear get you. You can get counsel and might from the Holy Spirit, even in the midst of a pandemic or protest or riots. Amen. He's still speaking and he wants to speak to you. Can you hear him? Let's pray. Mm, we praise you, Father God. Oh, we glorify you, God. You are great and mighty and you're awesome, Lord. You are mighty and powerful, God. Lord, you are our counselor. You are our mighty God. And Lord, we're here today before you. And I pray, Father God, for every person in here today, that they would have an ear to hear. Put your hand on your ears. Lord, that you anoint their ears to hear what the Spirit of God would say to them, Father. That, Lord, that their hearing would become so crisp and clear from heaven, God. That, Lord, that they'd not wander, they'd not wander, they'd not get confused, Father God. That no fear would grip them in the name of Jesus. But your mighty hand, Father God, will gird every person up. Open our ears, God, to hear, Father. And, Lord, I pray for your might right now to fill every heart. Your might, yeah, God, to fill every heart today, God. That, Lord, we'd be so strong, Father, that we'd be victorious in who you are, God. God. Do a work in us today, God. Do a work in each one of us. Fill every heart today, God, with a confidence of who you are in us. 
that Lord, we have a confidence in what we hear from heaven, that we have a confidence in what we read in your word. Father God, that we, your people, would be victorious today. That Lord, we'd not be beat down, we'd not feel forsaken, we'd not be sick, sad, and sorry, God. But Lord, we'd be victorious. Be victorious. I pray, Holy Spirit, yeah, oh, Shandaradiya. Just release right now in the people of God victory. Victory, victory, victory. Just let it flow, God. Let it flow, God. In the name of Jesus, let it flow. Let it just rain down. Victory. 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 Hallelujah. Victory in the name of Jesus. Yeah. Fall in this place, Lord. Just listen right now. I heard the Lord just now tell me, he says, I don't want you to just do meetings in the building. I want you to do meetings in the parking lot. And so I'm going to figure that out. You know, maybe it's a Friday, it's a Saturday or whatever, but we're going to be going back out into the parking lot to do meetings out there again that we can touch our neighbors, that we can infect our neighborhood. Amen. We'll have to figure it out, Liz, you know, how we can do that. But I know God told me just right now, go back to the parking lot to do that again. And I'm not talking about on Sunday mornings. I'm talking about Friday night, Saturday night, whatever night we feel good, Sunday night even. But we, we've got to reach out. We've got to reach out into our neighborhood. Hallelujah. There's people all around us that need Jesus. Praise you, Father. Yeah. So Father, I thank you your counsel and your might God your strength Father give people supernatural strength today God yeah strengthen their bones supernatural let it flow God as they go their way today God let them go under the hand of God with you lifting them up pray a blessing over you today that God would bless you and keep you that his face would shine down upon you that health would be your portion and that God 
our protector, would protect you today. In Jesus' name, and everybody said, amen. Let's give the Lord a big hand, huh? Hallelujah.